Today on the Two Bells podcast, we'll be reviewing the album Queen by Nicki Minaj, and then the album Slime Language by Young Thug, the true queen of hip-hop. podcast mm. i am meals i'm carlos yeah this is two bells podcast i guess i should have done that in reverse um well, <laughs> i don't know like introduce me after maybe i don't know because it's more polite it's that too yeah well oh fuck God. the rules nigga fuck the rules fuck uh fuck screw the, the rules i have money fuck the weather yo right i haven't now. heard that shit in a minute i know it's it's very it's almost a decade old yo bro it sure is <laughs> No, uh, it really is a decade old. Yeah, I, I've been watching the old ones. It's like the comedy was way better. On like a it's decade it's old. getting. To, it got to the point where it was like Simpsons because it's over now. Listen, only like two people who listen to this podcast will ever recognize what the hell that means. Mm. Uh. Attention, duelists. My uh, hair. <laughs> um, you're officially back. Um, yo, how's everything been going? I feel like we need With my to, life? Yeah, let's do a little life update. Um, it's been multiple I'm... weeks. We've been talking about music for a very long time. Okay. Long periods of time. Let's do a little life update. Um, let's see. Um, Working on an EP that I might put out in the fall or the winter. I'm not fucking sure. Just put out whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're your own boss. You're in time. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's the funny thing. I'm my own boss, so I don't make any deadlines because I hate <laughs> deadlines. Um, that's the worst thing about it. <laughs> but I know I'm spinning next Saturday at somewhere out in Springfield Gardens, Queens for this event. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me, Steely Bashman, and a couple other DJs. Um, it should be fun. It should. Shout well, out to Chef Sayless for, for hooking me up with that gig. Listen, keep going with the gigs, man. You've been gigging it up the entire year. Uh, the entire, like, summer. and It's been weird. Yeah, a year. Just put year. At the end year. of the year, just put year. 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 <laughs> year. Yeah, thing on my resume. A whole year. Um, oh, shit. What was that? Um, I think one of the the things for the thing fell off. Oh, it's the headphone. No, the <laughs> thing for the microphone. Nah, it wouldn't make that fucking noise. Well, one of them fell. Nah, nigga, it was headphones. All right, fuck it. Um, where am I going? I have been contemplating finding a new job. Like contemplating it. I hope your bosses don't listen to this podcast. No, um, I think she would understand. I'd be like, "Yeah, nigga, I get it. <laughs> I feel you, bro." I think she would understand. Um, uh, it's not that I hate the job that I have now because I don't. I actually yeah. really like this job. Um, it's more so, you know, it's less the job and more the people that make everything suck. Really? Yeah. Seventy percent of my job is dealing. Seventy percent of the stressful things about my job is dealing with people, and thirty percent is the actual things that I have to do. Really? I feel like most of what the things I have to do are what stress me out at my job, and the people are what keep me sane. Really? Okay. All right. But then I work around like artists, so it's like it's not that hard. And I work around people who I guess are a generation older than me. People who are just oh, kind okay. of it's kind of frustrating in a way. Bunch of wanna, old niggas. Yeah, I feel you. Where you want to do things and they won't let you I do things, you. and then you. they want to get in your face about things, and you're just like, all right, ah, bro, you don't respect me. Yeah, they just tell me what to do, and it's just, and it's not that. It's the sort of problem. It's just more... Drink your fucking preem juice, Gertrude. <laughs> Fuck you. It's more so I think I'm ready for something else. 
I feel you. Like I'm ready to challenge myself again, or at least put myself in a do new environment. Engineering related, or are you just gonna like no, 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 go no, full no. into like writing? I, no. Uh, to me, um, I do. While I do love a good write, um, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that mean? I don't think I would pursue that full time because mm. I just feel like. The end game for me, I, as much, yes. Yeah, like, I wouldn't do music full-time. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't do music right. No, no, I mean, like, for me, I wouldn't do music full-time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know. I would have to make it to consider doing it full-time. No, like, for me, even if I make it, I wouldn't want to do it full-time. I feel like I'd be annoyed. Do? I'd probably work with kids, because I feel like... What if you became really popping? If I became really popping, I'd just donate a lot of my money. What if you became really popping, and it's just like, all right, I have to maintain this lifestyle? No, because I think that's stupid. Like so that's how you get suckered into spending crazy money, and then you like. So you'd not be doing... like this elusive artist who's like a very insanely popular artist. People are in demand. They want to see them in every city. Wants to see you in in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They want to see you perform. Because that's wild. Like, you said like Milwaukee, Car- Carlos. We probably on. know like one person in Milwaukee. Come through the shout out to the Milwaukee listener, um, or two listeners. Um, <laughs> but. What if they wanted you in demand and they're just like, you'd be this elusive artist that like, actually, no. Well, fuck them. Like, this is the same thing I'd be saying about Frank Ocean. Like, yo, he can feel however he wants to feel and he cannot care. Mm -hmm. He's entitled to that because he's his own person. Yeah. That's exactly how I would be. If I wanted to put out music, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put out music. Would you dye your hair green? No, I wouldn't dye my hair green. I think dyeing your hair is stupid. Mm. Yeah, but you damage your hair like that. That's true. But it's nice that they keep it short because then they could just... Yeah. But um, you damage your hair like that. And um, as you get older, your it hair... It grows back. No, as you get older, your hair is supposed to fit your skin. So when older people dye their hair and they turn like that wrinkly red because their fucking hair is dyed just for men black when their hair is supposed to be white, they look fucking stupid. You look like a big fucking cherry mm. with a wig on. Damn. All right. Well, you know, don't dye your hair, according to Carlos. It's um, bad for you. You yeah, do I've been thinking, you know, I wouldn't do music writing full time just because I feel like there, as of right now, the security for music writing is not there. Eh. Um, I feel like music writing is it's not completely on its way out. There are still publications that are a majority writing publication that also feature music that you'd probably be better off at. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just music writing, there isn't the job security that I would value over like any other job (laughs) like so i don't think i would do music writing full-time plus i'm very meticulous about my writing um i just did a piece on for urban legend when you say that i just picture you with a ruler like trying to write let me (laughs) let me tell you this one thing i did a piece for urban legend on kendrick lamar's control Uh i did it over the course of a weekend i wrote it sent it for edits came back with the edits got it um Um, from the editor and it was just like oh fix these things fix these things do these things I think you could word this here I think we could embellish this a little more you know just standard edits Um, I woke up at 8 in the morning to do it and I did not finish it until 2.30pm so I spent close to 5 to 6 hours straight editing it and then at the end of it I was losing my mind because I was literally burning my brain um, just burning I couldn't figure out the last sentence um I couldn't do anything. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took a little walk. I took a walk for probably like an hour, got something to eat, blah, blah, blah. I came back, finished it, knocked it out, and never wanted to see it again. Um, and that's how it is because I'm very hard in terms of like 
So hard. The terms that I use and and the context that I use it in and just the things that, you know, that happen with that. So I don't think I would do that full time. But I do. I would want to work in the music industry. I would want to help build and cultivate artists, find new artists and sort of help with those careers and maybe change people's lives and do all those things like that. Um, But it's just hard to do that. Enter that cold. Like, you would need previous label experience or previous experience like that to enter this sort of thing cold. But I feel like what I want to do now is sort of build, I guess you could say, a brand. A brand for myself where people would seek me instead Mm -hmm. of me seeking them and hope that I, you know, build enough equity to be able to do that. Nigga said equity. Jay-Z raps. <laughs> like, with these, with these like, playlists and podcasts and writing and, you know, I, I'm not the best DJ, but I can, you know, I, I know that at least the basics right now. I can right. do that. There's a whole bunch of other things. Like, I'm trying to learn a lot of different things. So, it's just, I leave myself very experienced person and just wide open but yeah i think i'm looking for a new job it's hard to apply for new jobs i forgot how hard it is applying for jobs yo word because they don't even <laughs> fucking notice you bro they, they'll put out a listing and they might hire someone internally and just move them up or like, yeah pretty much like or just someone they know through somebody else and then the listing is gone if the listing recurs as being open it's just to get people to apply in case they ever need to hire somebody or maybe it's like there's a lot of things going on yeah there's a lot of shit I've going on I've been part of the hiring process at this job and I can easily say oh this makes sense this is why people would not call me back because 100% it's like a job for an internal person who's just like yeah just moving up and just being like oh you want to give this person this job or they're in a they're in a position where they're currently, like, not temporary, but they're interim for the time. And to become permanent, they need to go through the process of applying for the job and things like that. That's fucking whack. Yeah, it is fucking whack. But um, moving on, uh, music? Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. You do have music. But, yeah, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not putting this as, like, a... Hey, I'm looking for jobs. Hire me right now. I'm just saying, yo, this is what's going through my life. This is what's going on in my brain currently. You know, just swimming around there. Um, music. R.I.P. Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Listen. Uh, she, it was reported a couple days ago. She's she was very, very sick. Very quotation sick. Marks. Um, family around her, you know. It's weird with all things. those quotes in the statement. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it, I feel like. How do you feel about the media covering people who just died? Um, sometimes they'd be fucking up crazy, like when they posted that picture of Gladys Knight. Or, or Patty LaBelle. Like, it's definitely... <laughs> so for you to say Gladys Knight and me seeing a separate occurrence where someone posted Patty LaBelle. I saw it on the internet. Someone posted a picture of Gladys Knight. And then, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about Tony Braxton. She was wiling. Tony Braxton. Off the mid-pack. Not only is she broke, but she cannot spell either, which is insane to me. <laughs> Listen, R. R. Kelly told us that he couldn't read. Now it's clicking in my head. Everything is clicking, bro. Yo, everything is clicking in my head. That nigga can't read, and he's broke because he couldn't read his contract. No, he's not. I don't think R. Kelly's broke. I don't think he doesn't. I, th- I don't think he knows how much money he has because he can't read his <laughs> bank statement, dummy. He thinks his fucking. <laughs> he thinks his he looks at let. Ooh. <laughs> 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 no, nah, he thinks this shit is saying, I owe. Oh my God. Uh, what does that mean? Does that mean I owe you? 
<laughs> oh my god. Um Here child, read this for me. I always feel like the media just with you know, I feel like especially with this I feel like there's certain publications who pretty much like once they heard the news that she was sick by dead bed, they kind of just like started gearing up the post. Because mm-hmm. to me, like immediately as the news came out, there's a whole story. So it was like someone who's just pretty much they you're just like, oh, she's dying. Let me write something now. Not just that. I'm sure her family. Because this is what I hate about famous fam- like people, families of fa- families of famous people who aren't themselves famous or understand that you know certain things need to be private. There's more than likely a family member for money leaking information about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of stinks. I don't know. Well, if you died, how would you want to be covered? Not at all, nigga. I just want to be treated like a regular person. Just if I pass, just person. put me in the obituaries in the local newspaper. Mm. That's it, bro. I'll put you in the fader. Put you in the fader. <laughs> he was lit. The Carlos story. <laughs> me in sunglasses like this. <laughs> no sleeves. No sleeves. <laughs> if, I, if you bury me, I got to be buried no sleeves. And I'm probably not going to be buried either. I'm probably going to be cremated because I think that's just taking up space in the earth. Really? Yeah. You're a cremate hive. Yeah, why the fuck would I want to have my corpse buried in a pine box to not, like... Okay. Like, I think it's stupid that our bodies take up space when naturally when something dies, it's meant to ferment and become one with the earth. hmm Okay. Science. All right. All right, I got you. Listen. I think it's stupid and selfish to preserve your body in some sort of varnished casket. Imagine 80 years from now, I'm just doing this with, like, an urn, and he's just like, Carlos, what do you think? <laughs> My Undertaker! <laughs> and the urn just like claps and just like. <laughs> nah, the urn's lid lifts up and I say, dead ass, my nigga. <laughs> Big facts, my nigga. Oh my god, we are oh, going to hell. Oh, oh. R.I.P. Aretha Franklin. I'll be in good company. R.I.P. Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul, a legend, more than a legend at this point. Just influenced so many. A generation of soul, a generation of music, a generation of singers. Yeah, just everyone like that. Um, how do you, you had you had thing about um people celebrating her shady. Yeah, activity. just stop shaking that. Just celebrate her shady ass activity. I think like, it's I think it's nice. I mean, I think it's funny. I think I, th- it's I, funny. I giggle a little bit, but I'm just like, yo, <laughs> let's just remember her legacy as a musician because I, she really is like. She really didn't fuck with a lot of people. Yeah, and I think that's bad. She really didn't fuck with a lot of people because that speaks to. You know what it is? It speaks... It's so fucked up because it's like... I don't care if she shaded... Um, What's her face? What's her stupid fucking face? Her stupid white thin-ass face. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I don't care that she beautiful shaded... Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. That's it. That's it. That's more of a compliment to the fucking designer than, <laughs> than Taylor Swift. But um, it's like, I don't care if she did that, but it's just like people at her level... Or people that have had similar stature to her in music mm-hmm. and in just like R and B and soul music, it's just like I don't want her to be remembered like that because it's just like as a saucy yeah because it's just like <laughs> it's like what purpose does that serve? I mean, there's another level. What of, does that tell you about like people's unity within that within that genre at that point? Um, you know, I think it's more telling of the way we currently deem deal with death in this memeable era. Uh, nah, I think it, I think it's uh, it's it's a, it's a fucked up part. I of, think uh, you know what? It's a part of her life. Yeah, it is a part of her life. It is a part of her life. A, but when people die, we don't necessarily celebrate every part of their life. Like, like if you have a relative that was on heavy drugs, you talk about everything that was good before the drugs, my nigga. Sure, and then <laughs> you don't you don't just go into like something that that seems like destructive. Earl could really smoke that joint. <laughs> Yo, he really was smoking Prizac. <laughs> 
Listen, you don't like I don't I don't know. I feel funny about that. I don't really like that. I laugh a little bit because some of you niggas is funny, but you know, we gotta move forward from that. Donald Trump wrote <laughs> The Queen of Soul Oh fuck that nigga. Just the Queen of up. Soul, Aretha Franklin is dead. She was a great woman with a wonderful gift. God her voice. She will be missed. Yeah, he sounded like he was spanking it to Aretha. <laughs> He was like, R-E-S-P-E-S? <laughs> he sounded like he was spanking it. That sounds wild. Um, <laughs> per White House Pooler Tea Party, President Trump on Aretha Franklin's passing. Described her as a person he knew well and who worked for him. I don't know. It's just, you know, fuck this guy. That's all I, you know, it is what it is. Um, R.I.P. Aretha Franklin, one more time. I can't wait till someone super kicks the wig off that nigga. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Um, nah, it won't be Bobby Lashley. It's it's got to be Shawn Michaels with a tear in his eye. Yeah, let's do that. He's a little more emotional. Or one of us. I've been practicing I, super I, kick. For I years. can't do that shit with. You a can't kick. super kick. Nah, nah. I mean, like with the tear in my eye, because oh. that's like good acting chops that Shawn mm. Michaels has. That's that's real good scumbag acting. This was a lazy eye. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Stop making fun of Sean's lazy eyes Oh like. my god It's the quietest kept secret in professional wrestling Nah his ball spot That is. he's been looking the other way his every ball promo. spot was um, That's true That's also true Yo, Every time he turned his head I think it was from Wrestlemania 25 and on Like I'd always see it in the back of his fucking head I was just like damn that's where Brett pulled the hair out <laughs> That's all I could remember Like yo could you imagine being Bret Hart tearing out that nigga's ponytail and just parading around with it like a mustache? Ooh, do 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 do. You're fucking insane. <laughs> Question: yeah. Random off topic before you get back to music. Do you have the Citizen app? What is that? The one that tells you all the crime in your area? Yeah. No, nigga, because I'm a real New Yorker. I like the suspense of not knowing the crime <laughs> in my area. Uber snitch is what I call it. Oh, it's an Uber snitch. No, yeah, it kind of is. It's oh, kind of like that's fucked up. It's kind of like someone, um, like I just got alert right now because my neighbor, it's somewhere in my neighborhood, is like search for missing elderly man, and like people fighting on oh, Lexington and East Sixty Third. Like Lexington and East Sixty Third. I was just like people fighting. I was like, is this a snitch app or like it's OD a snitch app, bro? It is, bro. Everywhere, like. I don't know. I don't trust Babylon. <laughs> Uber snitch. That's Babylon a, that's thing. Our, that's our app. That's oh, coming. It's coming? Yeah, it's coming. You sell it to white neighborhoods. They'll love it. White people who live in black neighborhoods. Oh, my God. You sell it to white people who live in Dykeman. If you, oh, man. The white people who live in Dykeman would not be interested in that. They just they just want them to stop playing Dumbo at, like, <laughs> 4 in the morning. It's a bunch of niggas in lawn chairs smoking hookah on the fucking <laughs> on the fucking terrace. Oh my god! Um, back to music. Travis Scott. We talked to him on last time on this podcast. Yeah, we reviewed Astro World. I've listened to it many times since. Oh then. yeah, no, uh, it's, I've listened to it many shit. times. Many many Sicko many mode? times. Sidebar: I won the poll. Well, the poll. Who cares? It was my opinion. <laughs> All right. Sidebar. Sidebar. Oh, small victories. Small Ooh. victories. Listen, they add up. Um, <laughs> they don't because you don't get a prize. I get a prize. What was the prize, nigga? Free punch and pie? I got the prize of winning. <laughs> <laughs> winning what, nigga? <laughs> winning poll. I'm not popular. Um, <laughs> this nigga about to shit on himself. Um, Travis Scott blew everyone away with his first week numbers for Astro World. The man sold 537,000 albums in his first week. 
by far the second largest first week of the year behind Drake. Um, his largest first week. Whoa, what's up, Ernest? Recording the podcast. Um, by far his largest first week ever mm-hmm. in music. Um, and 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 he did it in a very sort of savvy way. While two hundred seventy of it, two hundred sixty of his units are coming from streaming, mm-hmm. which is just like a lot of streaming. That's just a lot of streams, just in general. Um, two hundred seventy thousand came from traditional album sales, partly because he sold every he sold merch for eight days, new merch, and every piece of merch included his album. Oh, that nigga's smart. <laughs> he literally took advantage of his fan base who loves tour merch. Tour it's, merch has become such a thing over the last couple years. Because these niggas are rock stars now. Yeah, pretty much. I like mean, Young Thug, we selling a new shirt with each tour. Young Thug, Future, Kanye's tour Kanye, merch, Future, yeah. Bieber. Bieber had huge tour, tour merch. Oh, fucking. The Purpose Tour. Oh, so another another thing that contributed to sales to his previous album, you couldn't get Maria I'm Drunk on certain streaming services if you didn't buy the album. Mm, that's right, yeah. That is so that right. Justin Bieber's way of saying, yeah, you're going to buy this nigga's album. Huh, interesting. Wild, right? Yeah. But he sold it. He sold every piece of merch. He took advantage of his, you know, fan base by, you know, doing that. And with that, he sold literally the most traditional units probably out of any artist in a very, very long time since probably, well, probably since Drake. But who knew that anyone could sell just actual physical or digital copies with that way? Um, he did because he did that shit. Applaud to <laughs> applaud to him. That shit is smart. That shit is very smart. He's still selling it. He he just released new merch the other day in the week, and he's selling it with album. He's selling keychains with his album. He's selling shirts with his album. He's selling socks with his album. So everything counts towards his sales. And currently in his second week, Nicki Minaj is having a very hard time trying to you know land at number one because Travis Scott is still selling very and very Doja well. Cat got her out the paint. Doja Cat. Talk about it, move, move that bitch out my cow shit. <laughs> I don't even, like. I don't know. Like, I turned the phone away from myself, and I was like, put it face down, and I was like, does this song still good? If I'm not looking her ass shaking her titties out, and I'm like, damn, this shit is still pretty good move. for a dumbass song. Yeah, I, that I also am like very. I don't know. It's questionable. It's it's weird how she could make a complete body of work with music, and it actually be decent. And then, oh, I'm also creating this very, like, obviously silly, obviously memeable. She, she did it all in one day, like 12 hours? Yeah, and just obviously memeable thing. And it's, it's because of that, she's more popping than she ever was. She literally dumped it down to the dumbest level. Yeah, but she used the internet to her advantage properly. Yeah. Which a lot of artists that are even on, like, some, on the, some people on the main platform don't even do that shit well. They do that shit by, like, mistake. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's actual, like, companies who help people do that as well. Mm. Like, actual companies who, you know, give, I guess, who are consultants for, you know, finding. Social media? Yeah, social media and finding that sort of meme, next memeable thing or the next, like, um, you know, way to become virally successful at things. A lot of people have been sort of jumping on this hash. It would be like blank challenge. So it's like anything that has, and then you add a challenge to it ever since. I mean, it's been happening for a very long time, even though the Shiggy challenge is probably the biggest that it's happened. Um, yeah, so far. Since then. But yeah, you know, shout out to people understanding how their fan base works. Travis Scott is very in tune with his fans. Um, he's going to go platinum in a few weeks at this point. Um, he's already gold. You know what? Just shout out to Travis Scott. It was a really good album. Um, 
One of the few to beat the Kardashian curse? For now. Because he fucked the Jenner. For now. <laughs> for now. I'm just saying for now. Um, Dat Piff released the seven most downloaded mixtapes in the website history. Are you ready to hear this this list? What do you mean ready to hear this list? I got it right in front of me. All right, shut up. Um, <laughs> number seven, Cabin Fever 2 by Wiz Khalifa. I don't remember that mixtape. I think it had... Um, was that before the 70-something grams fucking mixtape? I'm trying like, to think, is that the mixtape about me? Um, but I don't think, I think that was another mixtape. But I can't remember the Cabin Fever 2 mixtape. But shout out to Wiz Khalifa for actually, actually not even only having one uh, mixtape on this list, but two mixtapes on this list. But Cabin Fever 2 had, oh yeah, it had about me. I remember that. All right, cool. Oh, that was the one with like Problem and yeah, Bad yeah, yeah. Luck. We gonna live forever. Fuck dying. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he says after that. He says um, something. I swear to God, he yells Hyman. We, we flying. He said we flying. Yeah, I thought he like fucking that. yelled Hyman. I was like, nigga, what? Number six, Rick Ross, Rich Forever. Yeah, oh, that was a really good mixtape. That was a though. fucking moment. That was supposed to be his album. That was originally supposed to be his album. Really? Uh, yeah, it wasn't released um, because he was having problems with his label at the time in terms of releasing new music. He just released it as a mixtape. Um, that mixtape had the classic beef track from Drake, um, Stay Scheming, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Ross, French Montana, Drake. It had other things like Ring Ring with Future. What else did it have? Um, it had Party Heart with Stally. It had, it's just a classic mixtape. Rick Ross's, um, Rick Ross's Rich Forever is fucking amazing. Lil Wayne, Dedication 4 is number six. I literally stopped. I, I can't tell. Dedication two is the only one I remember. No, it's fine because it's like I was like I was at fucking Flash's house and we were playing just like all the Little Wayne mixtapes on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And this one came up and I was just like, you gotta put this nigga up in the Smithsonian. Okay, this, of just hilarious rap niggas. All right, now I remember this. Um, I remember this mixtape because it was originally supposed to come out like at like one p.m. and then came out like eight p.m. Um, <laughs> like the timer on Dead Piff went down and then it just started going forward again. And I was just like, what the and fuck? This shit started loading backwards <laughs> and shit. Um, this one had no worries. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no, no worries. worries. Um, Green Ranger featuring J. Cole. Yeah. Um, and other things. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess it was for the time. Yeah. Um, number, oh, that was number five. Never mind. Number four, Big Sean, Detroit. One of his better mixtapes. One of his better projects just entirely. <laughs> yeah, just... by a comparison. He's had a lot of shitty albums. That came out in 2012. He was having probably his best year ever. Mm-hmm. He was on the Good Music thing and had like Mercy going yep. and all this other stuff. He was on Justin Bieber's As Long this, As You Love Me this single. This like after Ass. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a directly after Ass. Ass was his first major single. <laughs> That's so crazy that was his first major single. It's called Ass. <laughs> And it was his first major single, so he sort of moved on from there. And his his star only, you know, mm-hmm. rose and rose after that. Rose. And quite honestly, I think he should have. He capped though. Yeah, he really did. He really capped. I think he, he he made a you know a large misstep when he released Guap as a single. And that ooh, game. that shit was garbage, that, nigga. That shit was so whack. Oh my! I god. I was like, yo, how, who put this, who put this Mister Softy beat on for you? And you said, <laughs> yo, I'm a rap on this shit. Oh my god! Um, number three. Wiz Khalifa again, Taylor Alderis. Do you remember this one? It came... <laughs> no, because I wasn't even listening to Wiz Khalifa back then. It came before Only Nigga in First Class. Um, that's the album with the Weekend song. That was like, 
the weekend song and then Wiz Khalifa showed up on it. Oh, remember he was on there. Didn't he make it onto the album? No. No, he ma- he was on the only nigga in first class album, but only nigga in first class the song was featured on this mixtape. Don't ask questions. Um This was this was his peak Wiz Khalifa at this time. This was after his debut album, which had done very, very well. Mm-hmm. He was one of the, like the new stars who was doing it really, really big at that time. Um really good moment. I think it's very, very good. It's a very good mixtape. I haven't listened to it in years. I remember a couple songs, but I'm probably not going to listen to any. Why he dressed like Bagger Vance on the cover of it? Because <laughs> his style. Have you seen the style evolution since? I don't know. I feel like the only time I ever see like pictures of him, it's just old pictures of him. I don't see any new pictures of Wiz Khalifa. He's mad brawling now. Nigga. Oh, yeah. And he's he doing does like, kickboxing and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's doing like MMA and shit. Yeah, he's doing some wild shit. Um, to Lil Wayne, sorry for the wait. Um, I remember that. Oh, I remember this shit perfectly. This had, I think it had Grove School Party. Yeah. Grove Street Party. With Lil B on it. Lil B on it. Did it have, yes, Grove Street Party with Lil B. It had, Gucci um, Gucci Rolling, Rolling which is fucking fire, by the way. Yeah, Rolling. Um, Gucci Gucci, yeah, Marvin's Room. You know what? Rolling, um, Grove Street Party, Rax, sorry for the wait. I think that's probably it, and probably Tunchi's back, and I'll, that's all I oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He did Rollin' in the Deep? Oh, my God. Yeah, we don't remember that part, but he this, did redo Racks. I remember that. smacked, like, all the time. Um, yeah. Rollin' is probably my one of the best Lil Wayne freestyles that I have just, never, you know, ever heard. Um, Meek Mill Dream Chasers 2 is number one, and that makes sense because it was a very big moment in sort of Meek's career and a very big moment. Um, it featured, I believe it featured Burn with Big Sean. Um, let's see. It featured Burn with Big Sean. Oh, wow. All right. It just thing me to Dream Chasers 4.5, which isn't. <laughs> Yo, what? Dream Chasers 2. Dream Chasers 2. It had Amen. It had with Drake and Jeremiah. Yeah. You know, Oh my god. Have you heard or you know if you get to Jeremiah News? Yeah, we'll get to Jeremiah News. Um Burn. It had let's see, Take You Home, Straight Like That, House Party Remix. It was just a moment. It was a moment. I remember this specifically. It was a moment. It was Meek Mill's like real f- Oh yeah, this is the cover where he looks like one of them fucking t shirts you buy from the Africans on one twenty fifth. Yeah, it was his it was the that moment. big ass, like oh my god, like that bright neon blue flame ass. MMG was at the height of their powers. They had Rick Ross, they had Wale, they had you know, yeah, he signed people that were hot in the moment. I mean, and Meek it worked Mill out to for me, and it worked out for him. Meek Mill to me is going to be that's how I saw it. He's going to be, um, I think you know, the streets really love him, and he's ha, doesn't create sort of bad music. Yeah, he doesn't make he doesn't ever drop a bad project. So I think he'll be around for a long time. He just won't be but like my thing is, upper is tier. yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. He will I, never. Rick be, Ross really signed a bunch of niggas that'll never be bigger than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Rick Ross is a, I guess, would you call him a legend at this point? Yeah, he's a legend for, like, if you think about an era of music, he's definitely a legend. Right. But if you look at his whole career now, you're going to be like, eh. So I feel like now <laughs> we've got to do this thing where we look at niggas in a pocket and we right. can't just look at their whole career. It's just like, you know what, from 2000, like, 10 to like 2000. You had the game on Smash. On Smash, that was, nigga. That's it. <laughs> right there, that was you. That was your moment. Um, We got new tours. New tours is out here. Um, 
Travis Scott announces Wish You Were Here tour. I'm sure with tickets are coming out. And I'm sure, yep. <laughs> <laughs> because this nigga has got. This nigga's gonna get a platinum plaque in no time. <laughs> this nigga's just got everything. Just send you a download code for the album. Yeah, you just bought the album. At that point, and you'll just, when you get in, he'll be selling like bottles of water with the album and like you won't be able to get the code for the bathroom without purchasing the, the album. album and you know just everything you won't be able to park hey free parking space with the album come on you just need to come with the album they scan the <laughs> shit to get free parking oh my god listen he's got it he's got it on lock um you have tiana taylor who's previously on the later that night tour with jeremiah but due to some controversy she has kicked jeremiah off of his own, own tour, tour. And now she has renamed it the KTSE on Aisle 7. I want to say that's the name of it. Um, KTSE on Aisle 7, which is keeping that same energy on Aisle 7, the name of both of her albums. Um, 7 was the name of her first album, and Keep That Same Energy was the name of her second album. Um, she should have just said, I don't know. She should just keep that same energy tour. Come on. Yeah, just keep made it, it simple. simple. <laughs> keep it simple. Made it shit grandiose. Yeah, I'm not trying but, to think. Um, what is she gonna do? Beat him with like her fucking bag or some shit over the head? Him. Like, all right. So here's the thing. Nah. Here's, here's the story. Let me pull it up. Once this Wi-Fi starts. I know. I know. Thing. Jeremiah was doing that thing he always does when he performs live, where he's <laughs> fucking wilding out and not giving a shit. So to me, Jeremiah does not like being in front of people. This is what I've garnered from just years of like tours that have been, you know, failed. Oh yeah. Um, video shoots. He he had a that single. He didn't show up yeah, to. he had a single that was top ten in the country, and they scheduled a video shoot for him, and he did not show up. What? Don't tell him. Yeah, don't tell him. Yeah, YG showed up, and yeah, uh, and Jeremiah didn't show up. I've also heard that YG is like one of the most like punctual artists ever. Like he shows up on time or early to everything, which is crazy. It's just Sweet. a it's just a tidbit. Rappers usually show up on rapper time. That's like four or five hours later. It's nice to know there's a rapper who shows up on time. Nah, Diddy, Diddy's the worst. Diddy will show up five hours late to some shit. He showed up five hours late to anything you were at? Yeah, son. Anything I was at where he was supposed to be at? I think it was like five hours late. It'd be a whole bad boy thing. Everyone else from bad boy is there. Like, even French is there. <laughs> Asim was there. Um, <laughs> he said Asim. Um, all right. So the story with this tour goes is... Keanu Taylor was originally featured on Jeremiah's Later That Night tour. They're both on Def Jam. This is a tour that works for the label, everything like that. Jeremiah's working the tight all sign. New album that will drop in like two weeks or one week or so. Um, or never. No, nah, it's coming out. You think it's got no choice but to come out? Yeah, I think it's it's, it, it's coming out for all intents and purposes. Let's keep it that Let's keep that energy. Um, right. Tiana Taylor broke the news on Twitter that she is pulling out of the Later That Night tour, and it will now be known as the Keep That Same Energy, et cetera, et cetera, tour. Um, because Tiana Taylor said she was extremely mistreated on the tour and would end up knocking this nigga out if she continued to remain in the presence of the Chicago artist. He is lazy, sneaky, jealous, conniving, selfish, lame-ass nigga. Don't you ever try to play me, Petunia. Is what she said to Jeremiah. Don't you ever try to play me, Petunia? Yes. Um, she, she just said like the. <laughs> she said on. She her- said the short and sweet version of. First of all, don't play me. Play with your pussy hoe. That is <laughs> I, that is the most street shit I have ever heard. She said he would do things like spill water on the stage before she performed, so she would like almost slip or something dancing like trying to sabotage her show she said like her catering was typically bad on this show she said um 
the most of the fans would leave after she performs because she's opening for Jeremiah, and he would get extremely mad and jealous about that. Um, Jeremiah's people said, um, "Crazy Tiana Taylor ruined Jeremiah's dra- backdrop on the first day of the tour in Atlanta, and we let that slide." That was the first day. She complained about her food. We fed him out of our own pockets. Next show, she tells the crowd to leave the venue and go meet her at a meet and greet after she gets off the stage. Leave before Jeremiah perform- performs. Oh, it sounds like they're both petty bitches. We ain't trip. Now she blaming Jay for X, Y, and Z and the shit that just ain't true. So it's a, it's a back and forth thing. Jeremiah has... But Jeremiah has a, has been a piece of shit for a long time. You know, I like to... Jeremiah. No, as an artist, he's he's got makes great music. But I'm saying, like, on these tours and on these... Like, didn't he have an impersonator? Yes, he went on the Party Next Door so... tour. And he was very mad that he was opening for Party Next Door. But, you you know... He... Well, you wasn't hot then. Yeah. You were making music. So you were putting out music. He was very period. frustrated. He didn't want to be on this tour. But he, to fulfill obligations, he stayed on the tour. And at one point, he had an impersonator perform as him on the tour um we covered this probably like a number of two belts episodes ago you know check our old stuff um but yeah you know what i'm i've grown to accept that i guess jeremiah's an asshole (laughs) but the man makes great music and there there are worse people in the world making music that people (laughs) celebrate i think i think that's one thing that we can take away from here (laughs) um the keep that same energies tour is running through they should make the tour, Tiana Taylor versus Jeremiah. The tour That's that the should, that would be amazing. Who you think would win in an actual fight? Oh, Tiana Taylor. <laughs> oh my God! I always got my money on an uptown bird. Listen, Chicago looking very bad in the light as of these days. Poor um, Chicago. <laughs> Bruno Mars traded out Cardi B. Um, for like 40 niggas. <laughs> that shit was crazy. I was like, yo, you had one tour You had one tour going on with Shorty, and then Shorty says, I'm not going to be able to do the tour because, you know, I want to be a mom. Then he gets who? Charlie Wilson, LMA. Charlie Wilson, LMA, Boys to Men, and Sierra, who has replaced Cardi B on this tour. How do you get that many people to replace one person? This is a fun tour, but I, don't, I doubt it'll have, like, fun backstage stories, like... <laughs> Niggas just caught people like <laughs> I caught Charlie Wilson playing CeeLo with Boys to Men. <laughs> yeah, it might not happen. This seems just like a very like clearly twenty five and older tour. Like this is not for kids. Yeah, you know what? I it's like a but it's a good cat. Nah, it's tour. a good cash grab. I'd say that. Like if he's not gonna get all this young money, he's gonna get like some of his young money plus a bunch of old people's money. Um, I hope he's one of these Charlie Wilson finesses a collaboration out of this somehow. Uncle with, Charlie just be like, yo. That's a good that's a good look for him. Listen, Bruno, baby, come on. Do the single, baby. Come on. Um, remake my single. Um, Drake and Migos, three Migos tour is finally underway. It was delayed after Offset was arrested because you can't take that nigga nowhere. And the Toronto stop was delayed. I believe another stop was delayed because of production issues, but it's finally on its way. It's looking like a good show. Um, if you've seen the set list, Drake has much heat that he's performing on the show a lot of stuff from the scorpion album um a lot of stuff that featuring also migos he's performing versace on this tour for like the first time ever um he's just performing a lot of stuff it looks like an actual very very good tour and also the carter's world tour is continuing to be on the way on its way doing a lot of good things i think it's actually ending next month so if you have not got tickets i heard it's a good show that's all i'll say 
Um, new music. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything that you've liked over the last couple of weeks? Uh, that Bryson Tiller and uh, Tory Lanez thing that just came out. That was pretty good. Tory Lanez and Bryson Tiller. I think it's supposed to be the single off Tory's new album. Yeah. Um, the album is called... Give me a second. album is called Love Me Now, question mark. Um, which now, <laughs> I guess, phrases is Love Me Now... Or something like that, maybe. That shit is um, weird. The single's called Keep in Touch. It's off of his new album. It's, it's a he f- sounds like someone that didn't get any bitches. It's a fusion of Bryson Tiller <laughs> and Tory Lanez. It's good that Bryson Tiller's like slowly creeping himself back into the mainstream because I feel like Khalid has been taking his space and running with it, even though they're vastly different artists. But yeah, Khalid has got the juice. He's got the preteen juice right now. Oh. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> Very big pause. He's got the juice right now. He's literally on every track. He's making every song. He's got that song with Normani that's fucking fire. Normani? The um, the, the black girl from Fifth Harmony. Damn. You saying right. the words Fifth Harmony does not ring a damn bell to me. Normani is a future legend. That's all I'll say about her. You, you, you'll, you'll notice her soon enough. And you're like, ooh, Normani. Okay, all right. Um, Google Normani really quickly. <laughs> Siri, Google Normani. Um, Nigga. <laughs> oh, you want me to actually do it? All right. <laughs> Let's say Google. <laughs> Um, Normani. All right. So, Normani. Okay. Oh, nigga, she look mad regular. She, yeah, she's regular. She regular, regular. She just like, you know, she's a, she's a new thing. She signed, um, I think she signed the Sony and Keep Cool Records. Um, they're working on her debut album. I think the industry is really trying to make her the next, like, you know, female urban R and B singer because, quite frankly, the, clearly a lot of people have the just, market is just <laughs> it's open. There you go. <laughs> it is very, but you know, she does her thing. She's very good dancer. She is stage presence. She's on the song. The song is top twenty in the country. Um, so yeah, how do we get from talking about you know? Are you all right? New Tory Lanez album. You just got one a couple months ago. I feel. I feel like, um, you know, eh, 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 eh. That was mad. I we got that. <laughs> so I'm thinking that he's dropping this because he felt like the energy was eyed around his music. <sighs> sure was. Um, but I think the energy is pretty much the same for this. We've had talk to me with Wrench the Kid. No, but this is this is better. I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like he's just gonna he's gonna find a lane in this album and just stick to it. Hmm. Whereas the other album, he tried to do so many different things artistically. There was that rap, he like like New York raps, and then singing, and then reggae, and then trap, and then all this other. Yeah, shit. I feel like he's just gonna stick to what works. You know, like I, I hope it works out. For radio. Him. I, I hope it really does work out for him because we need. Uh, I feel like we need at least more new voices in just music in general that are like popping, and I think Tory Lanez is an exceptional talent. In my opinion, I don't know. I don't think he's a new voice. I think he's a voice. That's oh, been he's around. old. Yeah, yeah, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. But I feel like we just need new company. Like, we can't live off Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick Lamar forever. Um, oh, you mean just Drake and Kendrick? I mean, J. Cole dropped a new song. I don't acknowledge that nigga. Um, oh, you could talk about that too. I'm that not gonna fucking... talk about it. I don't want to hear it. It's a he. He did <laughs> because he did Uchiwali. The nigga crowdsourced a beat, and he was like, "Yo, send me beats." And I think that's those are beats for his mixtape. And then he just said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing Uchiwali." Mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't here for it. I didn't support it. Um, Six Lack, um, new album, East Atlanta Love Letters coming soon. Um, he previously dropped a single, Switch, which I liked. Eh, um, it's okay. It's a it's, nice little like yeah. It's not like it's not like 
It's not better than um. What was that? That song that came out. Da-na-na-na-na. Some of my problems, whatever the hell that shit was called. Problems? That's what it was called? <laughs> I, think I it was completely, called like, I don't think, I, was it? I think I tried to listen to this album and I was like, wow, none of these songs are better than this one song. I, you know what? His album was a grow to me. I didn't expect to like it, but I think nah, it grew with time. that shit did not me. grow. <laughs> I immediately listened to it and I was like, damn, this nigga is sad as shit. Well, more than sad raps. Yeah, um, apparently. On nonchalant. Oh, nonchalant. Is I don't. Feel, I don't. Song? Yeah, that's the name of the song. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I like him stepping on the toes of a, a boogie song. That is fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to be my bitch, man. <laughs> this is back to classic six lack in my six. That's what you should have called this album on the six or something. Some of J Lo. <laughs> yeah. Nah. No, Switch was it? Switch was still better than this. Yeah, Switch was better than this. I like the energy on Switch. Um, it's just I don't, I don't feel like it was rolled out right. To be honest with you, or I don't feel, I don't feel like any of his shit has ever been rolled out right. I, don't, I think it just picks up. Yeah, that's the annoying part about it. I don't think what label you, you know signed to. He, you know what I, I, th- I'm, you know, I'm gonna agree with you because I feel like he was more of a, um, he assigned to. Let's see, he assigned to Interscope. I this feel like he was why. more of a streaming this is exactly concept. Why. He was like introducing to he was like when we're introducing the world of streaming and this is a new act we're introducing and his name is Black or Six Lack, however you want to call him. Um I mean it makes it easy to find him. You just gotta remember to put the six in front of the Six Lack, instead right? Instead of instead of the B. Instead of looking for black like an idiot and finding every black artist on the you know, on earth. Um we could play problems by black and then you type in Black problems and just get a whole bunch of shit you can ask You get for. fucking <laughs> old Eddie Murphy stand up. <laughs> um, Quavo. A Quavo released three songs, one of which is good. The other two. Let's talk about look it. Like which it, song? I mean, I, I, I'm assuming I know which song you're talking about. You can play song? it right now. All right. I trust you. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Lamb talk. Yep. Sure is. Not to be confused with halal. This is about cars. Lamb talk. Hot sauce, white <laughs> sauce, lamb talk. <laughs> this is fire, and then it's like also it's like I feel like Quavo's done better, but then again, I feel like yeah. But it's the fucked up thing is he's done better in the presence of other people. I feel like he does better as a feature when he gets his own song. It's like it feels like too much. I feel like this is the beginning of like a Quavo solo career, and I feel like we've already lived through like a lifetime of like solo Quavo already. Yeah, like like Quavo he's had a solo a era already, where he's just been featured on multiple tracks and had stand out in multiple tracks, um, things like that. He had also two other. You think singles. they're gonna do a thing where they all get an album? Um, triple album, but it, it it actually works out this time. It isn't like Ray Shrumrity. Yeah, I hope it's not like eighty songs per Migo. Called working me. Who produced this? Murder beats, maybe. Come on. It sounds like murder beats, just by the synth. You're very, you got us very happy here. Shane Lindstrom. All right. Shane who? Come on. Murder Beats. Ah, oh, this nigga got it. 
Yeah, it sounds like Murder Beats. This thing got the golden ear, baby. I was like, Shane Lundstrom, who's that? Oh, it is Murder Beats. Wow. Nigga does look like Shaggy. Nigga does look like a Shane. <laughs> OD with that fucking bowl cut Yeah he does look like a Shane He like the berries and cream You remember the berries and cream Starburst commercial <laughs> He got that same fucking bowl cut And then we have bubble gum You already dropped a single for Lamb Talk So I assume Lamb Talk is what they're going for Yeah And Eesh. Yeah, I, that's what I I listened to this one first, and I was like, "Wait, nah, what are I you listened, doing, baby?" I listened to all what three of doing, them, baby? and only one of them really had replay value. Which one did you listen to first? Oh, I picked. I think. I think the I, Murder Beats one. I picked first. I had bubble I, gum. I think, and I wasn't happy. Either. I wasn't gonna pick something called fucking bubble gum. And then I, you, you never heard. Quavo's a very fucking talented. Nigga, it's guy. like you know what it is. It's and like, like it's like talk. <laughs> it's like when I when the Quality Control album came out and I saw the words "thick and pretty," I was like, "This song is either gonna be really good or <laughs> really fucking be bad whack. and bougie or handsome and wealthy." <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. That's what "thick and pretty" is. <laughs> that's, that's their mo for sure. Oh my god, ampersands. Um, you know what? Ja Rule and Ashanti did release a song, but I think we're we're glossing over that fact. Yeah, we're gonna gloss over it. You listen to it if you want to. They dropped a new song. It is not a current song. Like, the the actual sound of the song is so the opposite of current that makes me wonder why they would drop it in 2018. Um, so, you know what? I'll play a little bit of it. Who's going to sue us? Ja Rule? <laughs> Who made this fucking beat? Oh, no. Uncle Magic made this shit. <laughs> Who made this beat? <laughs> Oh, oh no. my god! They really going for the cookout crowd with this one. Listen, Zap and Rogers on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Listen, they're an older crowd. Oh no, it's right, nigga. <laughs> Turn this shit off. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this on mid thing. It's like, where do you find this unreleased Ja Rule and Ashanti? You know, just nigga. This doesn't even. You know, it's fucked up. Trash. It sounds like. A- <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to really be released in like the 1980s, but it's not. Oh my god! It somehow got leaked. Now it, it sounds like it fell out of a time capsule. You know what? Let's, by all intents and purposes, let's say that's what happened. Um, oh man, they got to put that shit back. Let's see. There are other new stuff that dropped this week. Um, I'll go through them just very, very quickly. Janet Jackson and Daddy Yankee. That shit is fire. That shit is. Fire? That shit shouldn't be so fire. And I think the video makes it even more fire. How do you feel about her, you know... Doing Afrobeat? Yeah. Um, I felt like there should have been an Afrobeat artist on it, honestly. But she got fucking Caddy, Daddy Yankee for the fucking cash grab. Listen, yeah. For the Latin crossover. How, how, Latin crossover cash grab. Daddy Yankee, legendary. he's still like... I mean, besides Despacito. Was he big before Despacito? Yeah, nigga. What? Well, I mean, was he like still... White current... people love Gasolina, nigga. Well, I mean... I White mean, people of course, love that yeah, shit. I know, I know. White people love that shit. I know he was big before. They don't know any other reggaeton song, but they know fucking Gasolina. <laughs> I know he was big before then, but I'm saying, like, in this current, like, 2016, yeah. was he doing shit before, like, Despacito? Was he, people were looking for Oh, him. he was chilling. You know what it is? Reggaeton fell off crazy up until, like, 2015 when they started incorporating that tropical house sound. Because mm-hmm. they were trying to do, like, super EDM things past 2011. Yeah, I feel like and a that lot shit, of people were. No, past 2011, like... If you try to look up reggaeton, you're going to be like, oh, this is why no one was listening to this shit. <laughs> this shit was terrible. 
Janet Jackson, Daddy Yankee. It's a thumbs up from both yeah. of you, Carlos. Um, <laughs> um, who do I have? I have. There's an Ariana Grande album produced mostly and I think entirely by Pharrell. Really? Yeah. That's uh, interesting. This is, but I think it's mostly by Pharrell. I don't think everything is um, produced by Pharrell, but it's called Sweetener. Um, let's see, album. Let me just look it up. I know it's not all by Pharrell, but a lot of it is fucking by Pharrell. And That's crazy. Um, not all of it works, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I feel like Pharrell at this stage in his career, I feel like he's going for a very I'm out of I'm out of it. The, the best song that to me that I heard from this album is this Missy Elliott thing. And I think this is because this sounds more Neptunes on the beat. Nah, it just sounds very Pharrell. It doesn't sound very Neptune. I don't it know. There's an like, aspect. There's an aspect of it that. It sounded doesn't very sound like Neptunes. Chad's. It doesn't sound like Chad's on it. They sounded. It sounded a little Chad. Like if you listen to a little bit more. These two niggas have been producing together since the beginning of time. So I feel like. <laughs> But also, I feel like if Pharrell wants to, he can kind of imitate what Chad does. But I, I feel like I mm, can tell when Chad's on a record. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, she released the album. There's production by Max Martin. Hit it's Boy. also annoying because it's like Pharrell's production has lost that warmth that it used to have. Yeah, that's what it is. It sounds very static. And this electronic. doesn't really sound that good, to be honest with you. Yeah, like. Um, I'm I'm a I applaud her for trying different things. Yeah. Because I feel as a pop artist it's very easy to get stagnant, um, and very easy to continue to do the same thing and just hope for, you know, same results. But eventually people do get tired of it. Um so I do appreciate her trying something different. Um, but she has done with this album. But it's not my cup of tea. Um, but a lot of people, you know, very love Ariana Grande a lot, so maybe it's their cup of tea. I'll just say it like that. Um what else fucking dropped? There's this new Stefan Don single, Future, that I actually do like. But it's not, like, canon to me. Not canon? It's not going on the album? No, nah, it's, it's, it's going on the album. It's just something that, like, I acknowledge that's there, but I don't think I would listen to it for long periods of time. But I do like Future's, uh, where is it? There's a lot going on. Why do they give her the future filter, like his auto tune? Yeah, like it's kind of mad weird. Stefan Don's an interesting character because she's she, got a. I think she's got a listening party going on somewhere in the city. She, they want her to happen, but she's not going to happen. No, I think she'll. I don't think she's going to happen because she's only known on the internet. Oh, you don't think she has any marketability? I think. Um, no, know, no, I don't. You know what's fucked up? <laughs> you know what's fucked up? It's like. There's an artist that exists that's like, I would say, is a lesser version of Steph Landon. Mm-hmm. And she's really banking off the strength of one song. And if she comes out with another song that's just as, just as sort of mediocre big within that same lane, mm-hmm. she'll have just lapped her completely and eaten her food. I don't, yeah. And that's Hood Celebrity. Ooh, yeah. Hood Celebrity's eating her food. She's got a big, you know what, they both had very big New York singles. Mm-hmm. But... I'm just saying, like, maybe hopefully they get something bigger outside of New York. And you, you know them off that first single. Half people probably think Stefan Don is, like, fucking damn near a reggae artist. Yeah. She's a rapper. <laughs> so it's kind of like, eh. Apparently I found out she's not saying I gave you bacon. On which song? 
on that fucking what's that the song with uh, French Montana? Oh, hurting me, hurting me, yeah, hurting me is a fucking jam. Man. I fucking hate that song. I love that song because it really sounds like she's saying, "I gave you bacon." <laughs> I found um, out she's not saying that. There's a Calvin Harris and Sam Smith song. Do you want to hear it? No, nah, I found out he doesn't like Michael Jackson, and I think that's anti-black. This is true. They should take away his BET award. <laughs> he got a BET award? Sam Smith has a BET award for best. Does that nigga really deserve a BET award? Best new artist. <laughs> they just gave Out of all the black artists. They just gave awards to Sam anybody, Smith nigga. got it for best new artist, nigga. BET on my shit list now. Um, Let's talk about Trippy. Trippy Red? Trippy Red. Trippy Red dropped his album last week. It is called, what's it called? Life's a Trip? Life's a Trip. Good word Good word there. Um, it's called Life's a Trip. I really like the beginning of this album. Yeah. I really, and then it really. It's really fucking weak towards the end. Yeah, it gets really like. It's like, I think. Just it's, throw the rest of my SoundCloud shit on there. That's what, it, that's what it felt like. Yeah, just pick one off the hard drive, nigga. <laughs> we got a quota to meet. Because it, it, it's really, really, really strong. Like, the the first, like, five tracks are just very, very Word. strong Word, and then, yo- oh, first of all, he got a Young Thug and who else? Young Thug, young thug and Reese. Reese Flair on that Forever shit. That shit is really good. How do you feel about Reese? Reese he also Fla- dropped an album this week. Oh, I didn't even listen to that shit. I didn't and people to- are t- Like, I see, um, I see Eric G from uh, Ill Roots post that shit. I'm gonna listen to it. Eventually. Yeah, I just, I, I just didn't have time. You know, usually off the strength of his his critique and like his just just his knowledge of music, I usually go ahead and like listen to whatever mixtape or project he posts like later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give that shit a listen. But it's got it's got the banger Dark Knight Dumbo on here. Um, it's got and then everything else that was on SoundCloud. Um, together taking a walk, missing my idols. To me, all of those are bird shit in a sense. It's also it gets good and then it gets very very. It falls off pretty strong. So if I were him, I mean, he had a he had a good first week showing. He debuted, I think, in the top ten of Billboard. You know what it is? I so. think I think listening to Love Letters to You is that what it is? Yeah. Love Letters to You, yeah, part two, part two. That shit was way better than this, but that that made me think that I was expecting him to do the same fucking thing. Mm. So I guess this is a more it's a more hip hop heavy album towards the end. Yeah, it's a which is weird. Yeah, because he's known for going. Yeah, do you think Juice World eat his lunch? Juice World, <clears throat> Juice World, Juice World is set up to win. I don't know who it is that's pushing him and promoting him because it's not off the strength of just regular streams. There's I something, think people there's... mistaking him for Post Malone is why he's winning. He sounds just like Post Malone. To just me. like Post Malone, he's in that little he's in that little Uzi pocket. It's like a black Post Malone. It's like a Post Malone for. Post Malone, Welch's grape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Juice World is also doing very, very well on the charts. It's just kind of, I feel like maybe he came, you know, with all these singing sound cloudy niggas, people maybe just can't tell the difference. Who knows? Um, but Trippy Red, um, Life's a Trip. I like the beginning of it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I feel like you should only listen to like maybe the first six tracks. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to cut the rest of it off. <laughs> And just do my favorite, and that's gonna be the album because I like doing that. Um, anything else that dropped this week? Is there anything that you've liked recently? Just you know, recently, anything else that's just come out? Da, 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 da. Shit. There's no Mine album that drops. Oh, two seater off the DJ Holiday mixtape. Oh, I didn't listen to that. All right, um, Let me check that it out. was charting, so I like I gave it a listen. Off streams, man. The stream game is just. 
That's Quavo and 21 Savage. Sounds like Which, trouble. Exactly, nigga. <laughs> Sounds like an alley you don't want to be stuck in. This is the most pocket Quavo. Mm. And then you get pocket 21 Savage like right after. This is just like reading a milk card and just like. Yo, milk, ingredients, uh, calories, uh, 100, uh, 100. Then I 100. break the bread and the butter. <laughs> Stir it up, pancake, uh. Niggas um, say he sounds like he raps with, like, the lights off holding a gun in the dark. He's just, like, hugging it to his cheek or something, right? With, like, candles lit. <laughs> Mad Yankee candles in the so background. Evil. 21 Savage, so evil. Um, actually, he's not that evil anymore. He's done a lot for his community, apparently. Yeah, and he apparently got his fucking iPhone stolen. Oh, I mean, niggas get their iPhone stolen. Nigga, he left it in his car. That's why I got it stolen. He's like, fuck, niggas took my phone, bro. (laughs) Shit. They probably got all the unreleased 21 fucking, like, the shit he don't want you to know. Like, when he sampled, like, like, you know. Like his love song. Candy Girl and all this other shit. (laughs) Love song, the Amber Rose. (laughs) You a slut, but you my slut. (laughs) Um... All right, which one do you want to talk about first? Slime language or... Uh, a queen, actually. Queen? We, gotta, we should probably get to that problematic piece of material first. All right. Well, all right. Now you're playing my headphones, so I can't hear. Uh, <laughs> all right, leave it, leave it, leave it. You can hear it now? Yeah, I can hear all it. All right, cool. Um, Queen came out last week. Yep. It was supposed to come out two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, It was delayed because Tracy Chapman, she had a, you know this Tracy Chapman sample that she really, really wanted. Um. And then, like... Somewhere she, during the week, Tracy Chapman was like, nah. <laughs> hard nah. I'm going to pass on this. Um, a Mike's hard pass. Like, <laughs> She said, nope. Um, so she just released the album a week earlier. So originally supposed to be released August 17th. It is now... It now dropped on August 10th. Um, a very shaky promotion thing where she had Queen Radio on Apple Music. Um, she was doing this radio show. It was supposed to be released alongside the radio show. The label did not have the album and told her that it could not be released until noon the next day, um, where she screamed at label execs on the phone during this radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't believe this, but um, this is what happened. She screamed on the phone, the execs during the radio show, and then she was like, whatever, it's going to release at noon. And it released at noon. Um, early thoughts of the album. My first initial listen, I thought this album was pretty bad. Yeah, but it's like her personality makes us believe that everything she does is bad. So it's just like after like listening to the album for the third time. Yeah, I gave it a couple more tries. And I was just like, okay. It, it can be all I bad. S- I see what you did here. Yeah. I see what you tried to do. Um, She's been doing the media rounds this week, which is to me. Making, you know, it's fucked up. And during these media rounds, she's been making other people more popular than herself. Like Safari just got a Just For Men deal. Safari is going to get popular for any mention Nicki Minaj is going to give him. Because Nicki Minaj has been damn near ignoring him for years. Mm-hmm. Um, she had that Flex interview. Did you watch the Flex interview? Yeah. I thought that Flex interview was not bad. I thought it made her look way more human than she looks on like social media or any other place. I thought it made her seem like things... Like she had a rational way of thinking, but over the because she's she wasn't doing the thing where it kind of just seemed like she was whining and complaining for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like when she would be like, "Oh, 
I don't get why Cardi is so doesn't appreciate me, a, a Albert caliber of artist that I am, being on a single with her and something like that. Whereas she was just saying like, Eesh. "Oh, my ex boyfriend is trash." Like any fucking New York chick would probably say, "Like, yo, you was trash." Every New York chick. And um, he said he wrote my rhymes. He did not write my rhymes. I write my own rhymes. She is very adamant on that. I think her whole. Sure. <laughs> I do think sure. she writes her own stuff. Yeah, sometimes. But I think he helps. Or he helped at one point. I think people do help. That's the thing. That's the thing. You can't say I write all my own rhymes yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, sometimes. This fucking album, like, there's a lot of bad shit on this album that there's I wish never, which I wish never fucking happened. Um, out of this entire album, so I kept nine songs. Okay, you can go down the list and read your nine songs. Cause I kept Ganja Burns. Okay. That shit wasn't terrible. I get Barbie dreams. Oh, hell no. That shit needs to go in the garbage. Because <laughs> I was just like, what is this for? Um, what is the purpose of this? To show she has a sense of humor, I think. And that she likes Biggie songs. Okay, who doesn't like Biggie songs? But what I'm saying is like, it's just like, I think it was so stupid and pointless. Um, I, I guess I guess it's like a way of flipping it on its head. Because yeah. niggas do shit like this all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. I mean, she has but that argument. Like, <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess. But it could have been done better. I kept Hard White. Um, the song where I think she's pretty... I mean, she's dissing a lot of people on that song. Did uh, you keep Good Form? I did keep Good Form. Because that's a banger. Good Form that's is like, fucking hard. That's a banger on I this album. I kept LLC. That's uh, kind of, yeah, that's kind of a hard one. I think there. I kept Run and Hide, Nip Tuck, Come See About Me, and The Weeknd Song. Everything else, I was just off to the wayside. That Coco Chanel shit. Nigga, nigga, that is... To me, that's a bad song. That's really bad. And I was so <laughs> mad because I was like, first of all, <sighs> fuck this song. This shit samples, um, this is such like a showtime rhythm. Showtime rhythm is what this samples. This is such a clunky fucking collaboration. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, those preachers on the street, like talking through the mic and the Bluetooth, like PA system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what sounds like she recorded like Foxy Brown's voice on. <laughs> That's where Foxy recorded. It's like Foxy, I only have, no, I don't have a studio today. Just record. I, this song, you know what it is? Is the fucked up thing is she only got that Foxy Brown feature because she's like, well, I can't get Kim. That bitch is gonna tell I mean, me no. Yeah, well, no. She hates Lil Kim, um, and she likes Foxy Brown. She has stated for a long time she likes Foxy Brown. Um, sure, <laughs> sure. She likes Inga. Inga is one of her main girls. Um, sure. How do you? You know what? There's another for someone tr- who modeled a lot of their early career after Kim. Of course, sure. Yeah. Sure, I would we'll, love, we'll, go, we'll go with that one. I, I would love if they did a collaboration, but then again, do I really want 2018? Probably not. No. But it would be nice if they were, you know, amicable, but they're probably not, ever. They're not, ever. And she's going to, they're one day Nicki Minaj is going to- One day she's going to wake up and she's going to look like all those pictures of Kim that were circulating like 2016. <laughs> you know what? I don't, you know what? I think if she was going to, she probably would have by now. Nah, I think I think I it's, think, I think the, it's a, the a giant ass is just where they go. Nah, I think she's gonna eventually look like a fucking dash dashboard bobble doll. Oh my god, some um, sort of fucking deformed fat ass mutant. Listen, look at her mother. Look at Nicki Minaj's mother. That's exactly what she looks like. Because Nicki Minaj's mother looks exactly like Nicki Minaj but older. Have you seen Nicki Minaj's mom? Nah. All right, let's look it up. Let's Google this. I seen Cardi B's mom. How's, how's Cardi's mom? Cardi's mom looks like. 
like the only old Trinidadian lady? <laughs> That's Carol Minaj. <laughs> wow. Carol Mirage. Yeah, that's her. That's her mom? She looks exactly like... Holy shit. Nicki Minaj, but, like, just older. And, yeah. like, she means business, you know? Yeah, she looks like she hit hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, middle school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a middle school teacher. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. But... You do all your readings? <laughs> um, There's just a bunch of bad songs on here. And Joe Budden, I've been listening to Joe Budden's podcast. Oh, that nigga, that nigga deserves an award. He went from being, like, grumpy uncle of hip-hop to being one of the to, funniest you niggas. You know, he's yeah, channeling his grumpy uncleness into, like, a different type of media. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's against being, like, I'm in hip-hop and I'm against the system. Now he's, like... Now I'm a very angry, poor gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's just like, yo, this nigga's funny. He's hilarious. He's reading Nicki Minaj's tweets and the voice. I thought it's hilarious. <laughs> you um, he was like, yo, hairline nigga. Like, I'm just like, why are you reading <laughs> Nicki Minaj? Like, she's like an effeminate DMX. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he he made a point where he feels like a lot of these songs are very much so manufactured. And she should be at the point in her career where songs should just feel like her own songs. Yeah. Like, they should feel like... You know that's an excellent point he makes like, because that's 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 one thing that I had that there should be an identity enough with that, her making music that she doesn't have to make music music that's like, like her, in this lane. Like her first two albums, I fucking hated them because they were just made to chart. Yeah. Like she just picked songs to chart or pick songs that will be specifically played in the club or urban radio. Or pop radio. Because she does that as well. Yeah, exactly. But The Pink Print was probably, like, her best album to me because it was just a better, like, hip-hop album. To me, The Pink Print album is better to me because it had probably more tracks I liked on that album than I liked on most of her other albums. True. So I'll just probably say that. But then she has songs like Majesty with Eminem and Labyrinth, which is clearly, like... Yep. Going for pop radio. Top 40. Yeah. You got the the Eminem cheat code? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think, you know, people play Eminem. But, people like, play Eminem, but I don't think on purpose. You got Bed with Ariana Grande, which they tried really hard to make a thing, but no one was biting for it because the best Nicki and Ariana Grande single was that song about, you know... Getting fucked in a car? Yeah, and All right. walking crazy about it. Um, <laughs> oh, those are two songs that are probably... Yeah. <laughs> it was two different Chun songs. Sway. This is stupid because it should have just been called... Never mind. What should have been called? I do not like Sway Lee anymore. I think I'm over the Sway Lee thing. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just like, is he really trying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not saying anything. He's not saying anything. The songwriting isn't any... I think this is why Slim Jimmy lapped him when they did that triple album shit. Yeah. And then he's going for like this weird, like, weird ethereal voice when you know he can't fucking sing. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't like Chun Sway. Instead of him just doing catchy hooks. By the way, the song is incredibly long. The song's like five and a half minutes That's long. just five minutes long? Yeah. It's a, oh, I cut that shit off early. I yeah. didn't even know it. Oh, it's was... almost six minutes long. Ooh. No, it's over. It's six minutes and ten seconds. Nah. That's a lot of Sway Lee. That's a lot of nah. You get a, you know, asphyxiation. You fucking, you lose all the air in your brain. And you die. Listen yeah. to that. Like, yeah, fuck, oh, fuck but she has good shit. track. She has LLC. I just But she spin, which I think is just what people want. Yeah. Um, 
Yo. Oh shit! Not the don't, phone. Don't, I take that form. shit off. Take that shit off. Take that shit off. I'm in good form. Eardrum is Michael made it. Yeah, this is that City Girls lane. Yeah. If she makes a remix, she gotta get the City Girls on it. She got to. She gotta get Carisha. Listen, before Cardi gets him, and there's like, Shh, you bitches like Cardi now. Oh, I'm not. Someone was like, oh, I'm, was it? They were talking about how um, she exposed Tyga for getting his hairline done. And I was like, damn, she really caught that nigga in the Tyga crush. caught a stray. Yeah. He's so, just living his best life to like every version of taste imaginable. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to see if he could just get that like more play he's just like listen taste is fire i don't know why i'm being dragged into this hairline convo but taylor is was a good sport about it he don't give a fuck yeah he shouldn't give a fuck my man is just like i'm over it like niggas don't like me whatever I'm whatever fuck. i'm still in this music shit yeah i got taste and what do you got he got taste in that other song that's taste part two <laughs> swish um overall this album that's good moments on it. It should have just been shorter. It should have been. You know what? It, I'm it would have been. It would have af- gone farther if it was just 10 tracks. I'm afraid if it was shorter, she would have picked the wrong fucking songs. Oh, facts. Because I know Majesty would have still been on there. <laughs> and that Ari- Ariana Grande shit would have still been on there. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of if this was shorter, we would have never heard the good songs. Like, we would have heard some terrible shit. Um, that's what I'm afraid of if it was shorter. By this, we get some good stuff. We get a lot of bad stuff. But overall, the album to, the album to me isn't terrible. It's not a terrible album. It's just an album I would prefer not it's to not, listen to. It's just that it's the rollout was bad. Her just behavior leading up to the album was fucking terrible. So it's like we just wanted her to like just drop it. It was like drop your pick and go. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> put your ass picture out there and go. Right. And then that's pretty much what it was. You know, I don't think this is a bad album. You're going to find a few songs on here. Um, I do like Chun Li. I like you know, even though it's like fucking historically wrong because Chun Li is not fucking the bad, bad guy. It's never the bad guy. She doubles down on fucking Ariana Grande's album too. Yeah, she kicks off her verse with just like the bad guy Chun Li, and I'm like, she's not fucking bad. Listen, if you're gonna be loud and wrong, I guess you got to be loud and wrong to the grave, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let them get the best of you. <laughs> um, we have one more album, Slime Language. Woof. I, I don't know. We, we haven't had enough time with this album for you to say that it's like even grown on you. Or ha- you- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Also, it's a fucking compilation album, which was not what I believe was being given to me. Young Thug and what it was at Young Stoner Life Records you presents. Did, we did not get the snakes from Young Thug and Company. Like you know what I'm saying? Like those garden snakes came from Young Thug. So he like, used label money, nigga. <laughs> that's how he got them shits. Um. Young Thug, how do you feel about just the year he's had? That's how I feel, nigga. <laughs> Chanel, go get N- it. Nigga, what? You got to play this every time Jeff talks on the lookout. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. There are great moments on this. To me, yeah. just overall, it doesn't hold up as like part of his best projects but then it's like it's also fucking compilation shit it's also long as fuck yeah it's like i think he's had better projects when it's like a shorter a shorter span like super slimy i'm up jeffrey also his so it's like to me this is like jay-z's dynasty 2000 rock of la familia shit that was supposed to be the the rockefeller album and then they was just like you know what make would make people buy this actual album 
if we just put Jay-Z on every fucking song. So they did that. And I don't think that was their decision. I think that was Jay-Z's decision. I mean, he, it might have been Jay-Z, yeah, probably. He probably said, he said, Yo, you know who would buy this? Nobody. We go, first of all, <laughs> I'm going to hop on every motherfucking song <laughs> to make sure that niggas play this. Delete Bleak's all. verse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopping on. Rick um, Rubin was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, just finished the album. Jeez, <laughs> my God. Um, Chain's Choking Me, I like. Oh, yeah. Um... I don't know how much I like. It's a slime, Uzi Vert. You can't go wrong with Uzi. Um, it was decent. Gang Clout. How do you like about Gang Clout? Mm, I don't know. I think it was crazy that his fucking ex is on this album. Which one? Who's his ex? I don't know his ex. His ex is on this fucking song. Word. That's beautiful. That's wild to me. I was like, first of all, didn't you cheat on her? Yeah. He, he living a wild boy lifestyle. Listen. We all can't be Nicki Minaj and Safari, nigga. I guess. I, I guess you, they're civil. Yeah. <laughs> Young Thug is like, that's a cute blouse, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold that shit. I got a tour coming up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this nigga my. really the queen of hip-hop. Oh, my God. The real queen of hip-hop. The king and queen of hip-hop at the same fucking time. Slime Language, a compilation this album is, by Young this Thug. This is her. This might be old. That's wild to me. I was like, yo, you really got your ex on this album? This might be out. Young Thug does what you want because he's popping. True. Um, Young Thug to me. This high Dora lady. Dora's his sister. It's his sister? Dora's his sister. She was on one of the older Slime seasoned albums. It was like Dora and Dolly. Um, and they were on a track. Those are his sisters. Those are his fucking sisters? Those are his actual sisters. Uh, you think he borrows their shoes? Maybe. I mean, who knows? Um... Where is it at? Family with Dora and Dolly. Wow. Those are his sisters, that. yeah. You know, Young Thug keeps it in the family. Sidebar, that song is also named Family. Um, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it yet. Yeah, nah. I, I felt this shit right away. I got monitors at home. I was playing this shit loud as fuck. I'm just not feeling it yet. I think it's okay. I think it's a... Uh, it's the fact that I was I felt like I was promised a Young Thug album and then it became like a compilation album. So now I have to like redirect my mind. I was like, these are not Young Thug songs. These are like Gunna songs. And like Dora and Dolly songs. Yeah. And like other things. So now I'm trying to kind of like refocusing my brain to that. So I think if we're given enough more time, maybe I'll find some stuff. But I don't want to be like, I don't have to force myself on this album. True. Where it's just like, it's Thug, I gotta love it. Sometimes nah, you know you don't have to always love yeah, Sometimes you just don't. Remember when remember when we had to listen to Group Home at the end of Super Slime and we were all like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it got a cold. Um, and still was in the studio. But listen, you know, if you, you know, listen to Slime Language. Slime Language isn't bad. It may not be for you, but it may be for some, you know. But nah, it, I think the best rollout is that Young Thugs fans are such fucking fanatics that everyone's posting memes at like 12. Like, where is it? Where is Slime? He had an album release party at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, and he got arrested. He got arrested at his own fucking birthday party. <laughs> Sir, you can't get in the ball pit. You're six feet tall. <laughs> I do what I want. It was gun charges. Um, it was gun charges? <laughs> you know, I've seen that, actually. 
at like at like places like Dave and Buster's and like Chuck E. Cheese. They got like a Dave and they, Buster's. They got a the, they got a poster thing like at the front door that says you can't bring your gun in here. And I was like, it. what kind of niggas are bringing their gun into fucking Chuck E. Cheese? This niggas who name it Slime and Buster's. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> That's what was the name of his release party, Slime and Buster's. So. That's just the type of niggas they are, man. Come on. That's how they are. Um, those album, you recommend it, though, right? Yeah, I recommend it heavily. Yeah, listen to it. I, I have nothing against it. It's just, you know, I'm not that crazy about it. Um, anything else that we need to talk about? We talk about Do- Doja Cat's Moo. She's involved with Do- Doja Cat now. Maybe a Doja Phoenix. Doja Milk Tank. Yeah, just something Doja like that. Doja Milk Tank. Um, RNC Radio. You're part of RNC Radio. You can listen to a new playlist that we just dropped. It's called Whip Test. If you have a car with a booming system, be ready to test your system with all its might, with track after track. It was um, curated by Mark in RNC. Um, you can follow him at my man MC. Um, it's spelled phonetically, you know, very different. So just follow RNC Radio Live and you'll find a playlist. It slaps. It's got all the slappers on it. It's got everybody. Just prepare to fucking test your system. Um, we have new new A show, new A show, new G show, new G show, which is basically A show but G one coverage. Yeah, it's like just a Japan version, you know, no subs. Um, <laughs> Nande J five. <laughs> um, we have A show, we have the G show, we have um, Perfect Play just dropped today. We have new RNC Radio that dropped uh, last week, and there's another one dropping this week, um, this upcoming week. We have The Lookout, which dropped this week. We talked about Vegeta. I listened to that episode. How was it? From front to back. I, I listened to that song all the way forward and all the way back. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate that shit it. That was funny as my favorite, my favorite moment was when I called the shit an episode of Power. Um, an episode. <laughs> it really was. He made that shit extra dramatic. Oh, my God. Um, and you can, you can <laughs> J5 was like, yeah, they're about to jump Vegeta. <laughs> um, you can listen to that. We got more playlists coming. We got more podcasts coming. We got everything coming. Um, and also, stay subscribed to Two Belts. So two Belts on iTunes. Um, yeah. follow, Rate us there on SoundCloud. If you're on SoundCloud, you can like us. You can subscribe share Subscribe on iTunes. If you got the Twitter machine. You can follow us um, at Two Belts Podcast. Also on Instagram. We'll yeah. be doing coverage this weekend. Oh, okay. I guess of we'll NXT. be at NXT Takeover. We might as well, right? Yeah. So we'll be at NXT Takeover. We should do some SummerSlam coverage too. After this, um, yeah, you won't hear this until we're done. But you know, just follow us in retrospect. It may be on the, <laughs> maybe on the roll or something. Um, the Instagram story roll. Um, but yeah, that's it. This has been episode 155 of the Zoo Belts podcast. Thank you all for listening, Carlos. Any parting words? We out of here. <laughs>